0: You're listening to the Two for the Road podcast.
1: I'm Katie. And I'm Simone. And you're listening to episode number six. Yay. Yay. I feel like we have a little celebration moment after we say the episode number every week.
0: The fact that I've actually figured out how to upload audio and get it to work right consistently deserves celebration.
1: That's true, I think it does. Because I, I you did, work:
0: I figured out I figured out what was going wrong with the audio uploading, so
1: Oh, yes. you work really hard on these, which is good. Well, thank you, so do you. I mean, I feel like I don't really put in as much work as you, though, because you like spend hours like listening and but cutting and editing. But it's fun. I like oh, doing it.: Oh, Okay, I'm glad that you enjoy it. Yeah. I feel like that would drive me crazy. I don't think that's my thing. But oh, I'm glad that you like it.: I love it. It's fun. Good.
0: Anyway, so here we are again and Here we are again Now, I know we don't have any listeners But I feel the need to apologize profusely for the fact that Last episode was really, really late As in, I put it up this morning Oops Well, okay <laughs> When we get to explaining our weeks I will explain why I had no time to do that But Yeah
1: This has actually been a crazy week, I think, for both of us Yes,
0: it has and probably
1: the over. busiest week I've had in all all year. Um, I, I, oof,
0: yeah, I would probably go that far. One of the busiest, at least, for me.
1: Yeah. So. Do we want to just... Okay, I'm just going to do what I usually do. At least what I would like to usually do. I feel like words are coming out of my mouth and I can't really help them right now. I'm just going to give a little rundown of what we're talking about on today's episode. Okay. We, um... Uh, as always, we will be talking about what has happened to us in the past week. We will be sharing awkward or awesome stories from our lives. And we will be talking about things that we have discovered in our New Find of the Week section. Um, I don't think we have anything besides that, do we? Well,
0: you said you might want to talk about auditions, the piano. Oh,
1: yeah. So Thanks. we'll... Yeah, we'll work in a little, we'll work in a more specific bit about something that we have both done this past week. Did you have yours this past week? Yes. Okay, good. Just checking. Mm -hmm. So, Katie, would you like to start by telling us how your week has been? I would love to tell you how my week has been.
0: It's been It's been a good week. Okay, so, well, Monday I had my auditions, which we will get to in due time. Um <clears throat> Tuesday and that was all I did on Monday. Tuesday I hung out with a bunch of friends. We went out for frozen yogurt and hung oh, out. Fro-yo. Yes, it was it was pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um and then Tuesday night was when I had my audition with uh, CB Productions for oh, Sherlock yeah. Holmes. Yes, so that was on Tuesday night and I was really panicked. Because yeah, forty-five people auditioned for eight to ten roles. Whoa! Yeah.
1: Whoa. So did you? Oops. Have you found out if this, you got this, this, things? It's it's part, oh, I'm waiting.
0: It's, this is actually kind of part of the awesome story segment, but not really. So
1: good, good that it's not part of the awkward story segment. No, it's not <laughs> awkward.
0: It, it is awesome. But um, okay. So Tuesday night, I was really panicked. Most of Wednesday I was panicked, and I did not have an internet connection for most of the morning, so I was unable to get the email that was supposed to tell me if I got a callback or not. Oh. So that was really stressful. But I did get the email that afternoon, and I did get a callback. Yeah! Which is really exciting. And about, about 20 people got callbacks, so... Nice. So that was, that was pretty exciting. Um, I spent the rest of the day working on my Cockney accent.
1: Oh, can you give us a little demonstration?
0: Oh, okay. I have to get
1: into it. Um, dun dun dun. No pressure.
0: No pressure. Ah, uh, so I, I spent the rest of I spent I spent the rest of the of, of uh, I can't get into it. Ah, uh, I gotta like read something.
1: Um, okay, we'll give you a second. Cause I I've heard you do a couple of accents before, and you're usually pretty good at them. I'm not. They're um, not my
0: best, but I could read my oh, economics homework. Yes,
1: read your economics and to me.
0: David Crockett was a representative for Tennessee's 9th District from March 4th, 1827 to March 4th, 1831 and 12th District from March 4th, 1833
1: to March 4th, 1835. Oh my gosh, you sound like a professional. I'm so <laughs> jealous of you. The only thing that I can imitate is Tweety Bird, and that <laughs> never comes in useful.
0: I literally, I spent... All of Wednesday talking like that to everybody. I was just talking Cockney all day.
1: I'm sure your mother got like really annoyed by like I noon.
0: I know. I well, <laughs> I kept telling her if if you find me annoying, just tell me to stop. She's like, no, you need to work on your audition. I totally understand, but I know she was completely annoyed. Um, yeah,
1: my father probably would have shot me. If I did
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I needed. I was so it, the call getting the callback was pretty amazing. Um, but anyway, so. Wednesday night, I had the graduate, my hero, not mine, but it was the hero graduation, which I attended, Mm -hmm. and I annoyed all my friends with my Cockney accent, which was pretty exciting. And so Thursday, and then we got, we get to Thursday, and Thursday was the day of callbacks, which was terrifying. Everyone else who got called back, except for I think one other person, had been in, had been in a play, in a CB Productions
1: play before. Wow. But that's really big for you then.
0: Yeah. The fact that she wanted me back, but it was terrifying because everybody knew each other and I had, and she gave me like an awkward introduction at the beginning, like, everyone you might not know, this is Katie. And you know, they all look at me, who's the new girl? That's the worst. I'm sorry. And so I just kind of sat around awkwardly while they all bonded and, you know,
1: Mm. Um, Whatever You were just way like Above their level They couldn't even hope To be cool enough To talk
0: to you Oh I wish I wish that were true (laughs) But (laughs) Anyway So callbacks went well And I had And then I Had to sit Through Friday Which I did Absolutely nothing But reprimand myself For how
1: bad I thought I did Oh Yeah I've done that before
0: Oh, It's horrible You just want them to tell you If you don't want me Just tell me
1: Exactly why like, do you I'd make be me able to get over it. I just need to know. Yeah, why are
0: you going to make me wait for two days? But Ugh. then this morning at, like, 9.36 a.m., I got the email and I got in. What <laughs> part are you? All I am, I'm just an ensemble character, so I don't what have a it? lot of lines. I don't have a lot of lines, but I did get in. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. I would hug you if
1: I was there right now.
0: Eve. <laughs> the only thing that makes me nervous is there is another Katie that auditioned and got call back called back, and Carla has got ha- has a habit of spelling my name my first name with an E, and her first name mm-hmm. starts with an E. And I keep thinking maybe she accidentally wrote the wrong last name, or she wrote my name but meant her. So that's... I think your
1: worries are in vain.
0: Oh, I hope they are. That's what everyone's telling me, but I'm still kind of panicked that maybe it's not me. Oh. Eh.
1: No, I think she just recognized your, two, your true talent. I hope and so. And now you're on your way to stardom, and someday I'm probably going to like come to some Hollywood premiere to see you starring in a movie.
0: Oh, gosh. One day, and then this podcast will be really famous.
1: Yeah. Do you want to be like a movie actress or a stage actress? Stage
0: actress. If I got okay. an offer for a movie, I might pursue it, but not... That's not where I want to head right now. Yeah. So maybe I'll come see you on Broadway. Yes. Or do they only do musicals? I think they do. They do Hamlet. They have Hamlet on Broadway, and that's not a musical. Okay. So I think they do regular stuff.
1: Would you be in musicals? You could be in
0: musicals. I could be, but I probably wouldn't get main roles because I'm not that kind of singer.
1: But I'm more of a I choral think you singer. always have a worse opinion of your voice than is really true. But we've had this
0: <laughs> we have had this discussion before. But anyway, so that was my that's one of my awesome stories is the fact that I am now like I'm official, but
1: I'm like fangirling over I here know, about I, like the fact that you're special. I was screaming
0: at like this morning. I was a little screaming. I was so excited. Um but what's terrifying is I am the only person cast who has not been in a play before. Eh, and it's, you'll
1: just show them up and be the boss that you are. I
0: know, but it's so terrifying because most of them, I've act, I've seen them act and they're so good. And it's like, I'm the little newbie and you're all famous.
1: You, as soon as you know, like, official dates of shows, I want to know because I want to come see you be all famous. And I'll, I'll probably bring you flowers. Will, I will Facebook them to you. Okay. When I was you. in when I was in performances, I always wanted people to come give me flowers afterwards because everybody else's parents always did that, and my parents never did. And I was always like slightly bitter that I never got flowers for my performances. So I will bring <laughs> you flowers. Okay. to fulfill my childhood. <laughs> okay, you can live
0: vicariously through me. That's fine. I oh I do. Okay, good.
1: It's, it's all good.
0: I've gotten <laughs> flowers like for a few, like one or two. I have, but
1: okay.
0: that's usually from aunts or uncles or relatives or g- good family friends my parents
1: never have done that and they don't have to yeah okay i'm glad that you don't feel a deep-seated need to re- receive flowers from your parents <laughs> that's okay anyway has, has anything else happened in your week not actively no that has been kind of the big thing so all right then i mean that's definitely a big enough thing
0: yeah so how's <sighs> your week how's your week i want to know
1: I mean, it pales in comparison to my little play star over here. Oh, stop um, it! I'm not a star. <laughs> no, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna, I'm going to brag about this for a long time.
0: I am not a star. I'm just an ensemble character. I'll probably have two lines.
1: You're totally a star. I don't even believe you. Um, my week. Okay, well, to, sometimes I get to the podcast and I'm like. Like, what did I do this week? Like, I can't remember back that far. Um, okay. So this was like my big musical week of the year. Mm. Um, I had the Guild Auditions, which we will discuss more in a few minutes. And I also had my piano recital for the spring. I, I was doing the math in my head last night. I think this was my 22nd piano recital, which is kind of a lot. And what's cool about this is that if I do the fall and spring recital next year, which I will, then my senior recital will be the 25th recital that I've participated in for piano, oh, cool. which is, I think that's kind of cool. Um, so that's, I spent a lot of my week on that. So my mom is the piano teacher for our studio and she has 16 students, including me. And I think 14 or 15 of us played in the recital. Um, I think 15. So, because she's the teacher, I spend, like, part of my time, I spend helping her, like, put together the recital or, like, get things together for guild auditions. Um, Just because, like, I enjoy doing that kind of stuff, and it's usually a lot for her to do on her own. So, I was trying to, like, finish up school this week, but then also be available to her to, like, help her with things. And then my sister works at a summer camp, and we are driving her up to that camp tomorrow um to say goodbye to her for the summer so she's been like running around like a chicken with her head cut off trying to pack and like do everything um so she and I on Thursday yeah on Thursday spent like the day together and we spent the morning babysitting and then we went and we got burgers and we ran errands and then we got cake and that Mm -hmm. was good And it was, like, our celebration of, like, her leaving for the summer and me being done with finals and everything. Um, And Wednesday was guild auditions. And so because my mom had 15 or 14 students who did them this year, we were there for, like, the whole day. So we left the house at 9, and my audition was at 930, and then we didn't get home until, like, 2 from all that. Yeah. Um, so then I, I think I like went to bed and took like a four hour nap after that. Cause I was so tired. Um, and then yesterday, Friday was the piano recital. So I spent like the whole day, like I tanned in the morning. So I'd be all tanned for the recital, went and laid on my deck and tanned. Um, and then I spent like the rest of the day, like getting ready for that. And then last night was the recital, And then we came home and we were so exhausted. But it was, like, weird because the recital was at 7, so we didn't get home until, like, 10. And then we had dinner at, like, 10.30 and we're up until, like, midnight, like, watching a movie. So it was very strange. Um, So that's pretty much what I did with my week this week. I just really spent a lot of time sitting in front of the piano. Um, Yep. That's kind of how my life goes. But this week on Monday, like, my mom and I will meet and do the last bit of homework that I have together. And then I'll be free for the summer. So that's pretty exciting. And I'm sorry that I'm yawning. I'm still a little tired. Thank you for the small applause. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's been my week. Oh, and it was, shout out to my brother who will never, ever listen to this podcast. So I don't know why I'm doing this. But it was his golden birthday this week um, on May 24th. So he's 24 now. He's 24. I know. I still feel like he's 12. I feel so young. (laughs) I mean, you're 16. I know, but he's
0: 24. (laughs) I know. When did he turn, like, 24? Yes, I know when he turned 24.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a rhetorical question. It was his golden birthday, and it's the first birthday that he hasn't been home for because he had to stay in Chicago and work. So my family put together a whole, like, care package, like, happy birthday package for him. And we really, like, made a big deal about it being his golden birthday. Because, okay, my sister and my mom and I, weirdly enough, all have birthdays on the 10th of different months. So my sister's January 10th, my mom's March 10th, and I'm April 10th. So we all had our golden birthdays when we were really young. But my brother, whose birthday is on the 24th, like his was like it never happened to him while he was living here and when it was my sister and my golden birthdays it was like a pretty big deal and we had like a more fancy birthday celebration and we got like more fancy presents so we wanted to make kind of a big deal about it being his golden birthday so um his girlfriend is like the cutest ever she bought him a whole outfit that was all gold colored so he had like (laughs) gold shorts and a gold shirt and a gold hat um and then like we sent him like a gold like a gold medal for like making it to his golden birthday <laughs> and like all of like his favorite candy and like a couple of other gifts for him and like i wrote him like a card and my parents wrote him a card um so and we made chocolate chip cookies cuz he loves those and we mailed them to chicago for him to open on his birthday so that was yesterday um And then he called, like, late last night, and I got to talk to him for a while, which is pretty cool, because I haven't gotten to talking to him in, like, three months, which is crazy. Um, And he and I are... I mean, we're not, like, the kind of close where we, like, did everything together growing up, but we are pretty close as siblings go. So it was fun to be able to talk to him. And, yeah, so happy birthday, Walker. Um, That's been my week. Okay. Yeah. Um you pick what we do next.
0: Um well I think since we've both mentioned it we should explain the guild
1: auditions. Okay. Are you <laughs> wanting me to do that? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well okay. I, mean, I, can. I guess
0: We Simone and I we'll just start like this. Simone and I are both piano players.
1: And yes, Simone we are.
0: seems to have died over there. Oh, Sorry, no. Just looking floor, at the top of her head concerned. for a while, I got concerned.
1: <laughs> um, the top of my head is very pretty, though.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> 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 but anyway, 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 Simone and I are both avid piano players. Her probably more by choice than me,
1: and I, I'm not a big fan. I mean, I like it, but. Oh. I mean, I don't have a choice. I just also happen to like it. Yes. But, like I'm not allowed to quit, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. But um, and so we at the d- <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm distracting Katie by making weird faces in our Skype video chat. <laughs> oh,
0: anyway, sorry. continue. Um. So at at the end of the year, in late May, we have to do piano, uh, guild auditions, which. We're not auditioning for anything, but it's something where you go, usually to a church, and you have to play, um, a certain number of songs, usually memorized. I know there are some where you don't have to, but they're usually memorized. You play them for a judge, and then the judge will critique you based on certain levels of technical performance. So, and you can you maybe you want to explain a bit more about
1: that. So I actually do know a little bit more about this. Um. The Guild was started in like 1927 by Earl Allison, and he was a guy who really wanted to kind of raise the bar for technical performance for piano students. Um, And so the Guild happens worldwide in May and June. Um, So China is a big player in the Guild, but other countries all around the world um, do it too, where during May and June, um, pianists play between four and 20 memorized pieces and between zero and five technical proficiency tests. For a judge, and they are critiqued against the music, so not against each other. Um, And you are given one of seven different classifications. Um, The highest three um, are superior plus, superior, and superior minus. Um, So what happens is when you play a piece, a judge will give you C checks or A checks. Um, C-checks are commendation checks, so for things that you do really well in the music, and A-checks um, means that you need to give them more attention, so they are things that you did not do so well in the music. Um, So based on how many more C-checks than A-checks you get, because hopefully you will get more, um, you are given one of seven qualifications. Um, and then you are given like a diploma that specifies for each piece where your C-checks and A-checks were and what they were for. So it can be things like as simple as how good your memory was on the piece or more complicated, like did you bring out the melody enough or like did you have the correct dynamics for the piece or things like that. Um, so how many years have you been playing in guild auditions?
0: I think this was my 10th year.
1: Okay, this is my 11th year, so that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and yeah, so... I think for probably the past, I would say 5 or 6 years, I've been doing eight pieces in two tests, and I think you do four pieces in a test or What? I'm See, I'm not sure what the
0: test is.
1: Oh, you they're called phases, and you, they can be like chords and cadences or like oh. scales or sight reading or
0: Oh, okay. Well, what I usually do is I do four pieces, I do the scales and cadences for each one of those pieces and then
1: I do sight reading. Yeah, okay. So you do one test, which would be the sight reading. Um okay. and I usually do two. It's just the way my mom likes to do things. Yeah. So where do you where do you normally have yours? Uh normally it's at Trinity Lutheran in Stillwater. Okay. And mine's at Northwestern College usually mm. in the Marinetha Hall. Um So <clears throat> mine was Wednesday morning and yours was Monday? Monday afternoon. Monday afternoon. Okay, so, and then my mom always makes us wait until the spring recital where we get our diplomas handed out to us. Um, yeah, that's, I don't know what else we need to say about that.
0: That's about it. It's just, it's just a time to get piano players really nervous and worked up so they'll play really well and continue yeah. to improve.
1: Yeah, it's like a way of making sure that kids are learning and, and giving something giving them like a goal to shoot for.
0: Besides just the recital, which sometimes isn't enough.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah. And I really enjoy playing in the auditions. I'm kind of weird that way. I like <laughs> situations that stress me out. <laughs> that oh. makes me do better. Um, but not many people enjoy them.
0: See, I guess I kind of enjoy the stress that comes from something like going to a, a drama audition. I I have never liked the stress that comes from a guild audition just because I feel like, I mean you get your di- you get your diploma at the end and you get to see how well you did and then it's like yay I'm vindicated I'm validated for all this work that I've done, but that's it, and it's kind yeah. of like oh all right I don't know it's kind of like a it's just kind of disappointing when you realize you really don't get anything you just get someone you just get someone telling you. Good job. You're doing the right thing. Now go do more harder work.
1: I oh, I guess I I don't know. I've always really in, enjoyed the auditions because I like the opportunity to really work hard on stuff and then get. I like playing for people, so oh. I guess I probably yeah, get the that's same the rush. Yeah, I guess I probably get the same rush that you get from a drama audition for doing the guild auditions.
0: Yeah. See, I love doing theater in front of people. I do not like playing the piano in front of people.
1: Huh. I guess I like both. I kind of just like being in front of people in
0: general. <laughs> that does not surprise me.
1: I'm an attention hog. What can I say? I think it's the youngest child thing.
0: Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm actually pretty sure it is.
1: Yeah. I think, I don't know. I think that's When I was true. little, I was always very eager for people to pay attention to me and not to my siblings, which I got lectured a lot for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Simone. Yes. I mean, this is this is probably why we did not get along well as as small children, because I always wanted the attention and you always you, wanted yep. the attention.
0: <laughs> we are both attention hogs in that manner.
1: Yep. Anyway. But now now we do just fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's see, that's why we get a podcast, because now we can both be attention hogs.
1: Everyone listen to me. No, listen to me. No, I don't want to i
0: don't want to listen to you
1: fine be that way i i think i said that a lot to you when we were little be that way
0: (laughs) Uh, wait you said that to me or i said that to you
1: i think i said that to you a
0: lot you probably did and i probably Uh, i probably whined a lot
1: you cried a lot i did cry a lot i was a
0: very emotional child i'm a very emotional teenager But, you know.
1: Hey, welcome to the club. I think that's kind of normal. I hope that's normal. I hope this is not a sign that I'm going to be a psychopath in a few years. No.
0: But, yeah, I was a very disturbed, crying child. Anyway, this got really depressing.
1: Yeah, it did. How do we get onto this? It doesn't matter.
0: Let's move on. Simone, I I picked the last thing. You need to pick what we talk about
1: next. I would like to talk about... I would like to hear your awkward or awesome story of the week. Okay.
0: And actually, this week, it's an and. Although one of really short. Hold on one second. <clears throat> Ooh, okay. She's clearing her
1: throat. Exciting.
0: Yes. So, I will start with my awesome story first, just because it's the fastest. Um, on Wednesday, <clears throat> sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> on Wednesday night... Now, I am an avid... Not avid, but I really enjoy watching Criminal Minds. And I... Oh, dear. She's smiling creepily.
1: I just... You watch a lot of TV, and I love that about you.
0: Yeah, I do. I, I'm... I don't know. I do. But, no, I, it's okay. It's... I really enjoy watching Criminal Minds, and there's been a new season going on since probably September or October, and they have had a really... Nice story arc going through the whole season. And now, do you know anything
1: about Criminal Minds? Um, roughly, like, I understand, like, the premise of the show is about, like, psychopaths and why they do what they do, kind of?
0: Yeah. It's basically, it's like Sherlock Holmes, but with, but more modern and with people at the BAU instead of a private detective. They. Sure. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. There you go. It's basically like that. And they've had this really nice plot arc going along where they have this guy who's been stalking them and replicating all of these murders that they've solved, and e- even murders that are like classified and really hard to um, get information on. And, and they, they've been trying to figure out who this guy is, and it's been going on for this whole time. And so on Wednesday was the season finale, and I watched it last night. I recorded it and watched it last night. And this guy, who they've been building up and building up and building up who he is. Now, the guy, we didn't know who it was, but I got so excited because the actor who played him was Mark Hamill.
1: Oh, I I do like Mark Hamill. I do really like a good Mark Hamill.
0: It was, yes. He was so good. Such an evil villain. And it it was, it was really
1: good. (laughs) Did you have a... Did you have, like, an emotional breakdown?
0: Not necessarily a breakdown. I had more of, like, a fangirl moment where I was just like, oh, it's Mark
1: Hamill. I fangirl so much. Yes. The Mm -hmm. other day I actually fell over. I fangirled too hard.
0: (laughs) You should, you should, if you don't make that a Facebook status, I will.
1: I might. I try to keep my fangirl life separate from my real girl life because not, not everybody can handle my fangirl life.
0: I know. Fangirl life is an an intense life. Yeah. But anyway, that was my awesome story. Now, my awkward story, I want to say it was on, like, Monday or Tuesday. Um, Now, as you know, we have two sheds by our house because my dad likes all the storage.
1: Your father is big on storage. (laughs) He is
0: very, very much so. And so we have one shed underneath our deck, and I went out. I went out onto our little... Lo- we have a lower deck and an upper deck, and I went out onto our lower deck, and I saw that he had left the key in the lock, and the door was slightly ajar from last night. when he, the, the night before when he had been working, and I I got suddenly panicked, and I thought, there's a mass murderer in there. He's been hiding there since last night, and he's going to murder me when I open the door. But I was going to be brave, and so I crept up to the door, and I... I um I like slammed the door open really fast and I looked and nothing was in there as you can <laughs> But it gets better. Um, I started I started to let the door close like it slid closed and my dad he has this I don't know if you know this he has a fake one of those fake owls that's supposed oh, yeah. to scare away crows. Yeah, he has <clears throat> and he stored it in the shed. Until spring, and it has these really yellow luminescent eyes. So it is staring right at me. and right as the door closes, the light from the sun behind me shines off the eyes. I see them in the dark. I scream and slam the door close.. <laughs> <laughs> My mom is inside the house and she's she hears me do that and she's like, What happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the whole story, it was so ridiculous. <laughs> it was so embarrassing and so hysterical. Uh,
1: that's amazing. <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> oh, that's a good story. Oh, Katie. Oh, Katie. <laughs> I feel like that would only ever happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> it probably would. <gasps> <laughs> okay, well, now my story pales in comparison. I'm I just sorry. have an awesome story from this week. I, I, I don't have an awkward one.
0: I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just, I don't mean to make you pale in comparison to this week. I'm sorry.
1: I should tan more. Maybe then I won't be so pale in comparison. <laughs> sorry, bad pun. You're probably Dad,
0: you're fun. actually you're probably more tan than me, so. Oh or no! Tanner, can more you tan. you can
1: see my likes in Skype? Like I am white. <laughs> I'm white. Anyway. I'm like a marshmallow. Um. Okay. So I just have a somewhat awesome story. It's not even that interesting. I don't even know. I'm telling it. I'm telling it anyway. Um. So our piano recital is held at our church every year, and oh, sorry. Um. And there's, like, some preset settings for the lights in the sanctuary, but they're not that great. Um, And we wanted – my mom wanted the lights to be so that they'd shine, like, just on the piano and that the audience would be, like, darker. Um, And she didn't know how to do that. So, Jim, the guy who does the lights and the sound for our church on Sunday, um, he just lives a couple miles away. So, he came over with his keys and he took me up to the sound booth and he showed me how to work all the lights Aww. for the whole sanctuary and i was like a kid in a candy store okay first of all i love buttons so i love getting to like press buttons and fiddle with things and do all that stuff so i spent like 20 minutes like setting up all the lights for the sanctuary and it was probably the most fun i've had all week it was just really entertaining plus i got to have keys and like unlock doors and things and i love getting to do that and i felt very professional and yeah did you so
0: that's... did you feel like you had control of the whole church
1: um yeah yeah i know that it was feeling. a great moment it's a great moment something that i okay so i've been going to the church that we currently attend since i was about six months old so i've been going there for about 17 years and something that's really cool about growing up in a church is that you get to learn like all the secrets and the things about mm-hmm. it and you know everybody and you know everything so like There are all these things that I, like, know about our church, and so now, like, now I just know how to work the lights, too. Like, that's just another thing that I can add to the list of things that I can do. Yep. So that's my awesome story about how I'm considering changing my career path to being, like, a janitor, soundboard, lightboard manager, because the buttons are really fun, and it satisfies my inner control freak.
0: Hey, well, we could make this work. I could, We could get a job at a church or something like that, and you could do the lights and sound, and I could do the media.
1: Oh, my gosh. We're soulmates. Look at this. Look at this.
0: Look at us working together.
1: Plus, I could sing in the choir, and I play on the worship team, so I could, like, take care of the music. And I bet you could preach a mean sermon.
0: We could literally open our own church.
1: We probably could. Plus, I can cook, so I could give, like, the refreshments part. <laughs>
0: We could have our own church right here. You heard it here first. Yeah. Our our own we have our own church creation. Did you know
1: that technically if 10 people believe the doctrine that you teach, you can create your own religion? All you need is 10 people. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. I just I think that's pretty cool.
0: That's a good following right there. <sighs> All right.
1: Okay. New and find now- of the week? What what? New find of the week?
0: Oh, yes. That is what we have next. I think you should go first.
1: Okay. I have a lot. I have like three and a half things. Then go Um, forth. Okay. I found a really cool website called Gizoogle, So it's G-I-Z-O-O-G-L-E dot com. And it basically works the same as Google, except that it gives all of your sites or your results to you, in, like, ghetto form. (laughs) So, if you, like, Google the weather, it'll be like, yo, it gonna be raining all day, so you better cancel your plans. And, like, if you, this is what I've been playing with, if you put in somebody's Twitter handle, so, like, the at, and then, like, the username that follows it, it'll read you all their tweets, but in, like, ghetto form. And it's, the funniest thing ever i spent like three hours on it on wednesday just laughing my butt off at how like crazy things are when they are said to you in ghetto voice
0: so will will it read stuff to you
1: no it just like it it like gives results to you the same way that google would oh it's just that all the words are in like ghetto slang so Mm -hmm. like they put z's on everything and like all that stuff it's so much fun Warning, sometimes they'll throw in a swear word or two. I mean, the ghetto life is not complete without swear words, so hmm, use it wisely. Um, the second thing, um, I started a movie last night with my parents, and it's super good, but I haven't finished it yet, but I'm endorsing it anyway because I already know that I love it. Um, and I'm sure you've heard about it because it was made such a big deal about when it came out. Um, but the movie is called Lincoln. Have you seen it, Katie?
0: Oh, I have not seen it. I have heard of it, yes.
1: Okay, you should see it, because you'd love it. And it's all about Abraham Lincoln's presidency, but it's super duper good. And Daniel Day-Lewis plays Lincoln, and I really like Daniel Day-Lewis, so I think he's a really good actor. Um, And it's just a really, 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 really good movie, and I really, really like it. And that was a lot of reallys, but I felt like it deserved them all. Um... So that's the second thing. I'm trying to go through this quickly because I know I always take way too much time on this segment. Um, the third and the third and a half thing, um, R are, is R are, is. I don't know. My grammar is flying out the window. Um, some music that I have found. The first one is a soundtrack to a movie. It's a movie that I saw probably four or five years ago, and I remember really liking the soundtrack. And then I totally forgot all about it. But the movie is called Bewitched. Um, and it has, like, Will Ferrell in it, I think. Um, but the soundtrack is really, really good. Um, so I was listening to that this morning while I made breakfast. And I am very much enjoying it. So I made a Spotify playlist out of it. Um, so you can listen to it, too, Katie.
0: Or oh, I guess I will. anyone who
1: finds me on Spotify. Um, and then the third and a half thing is kind of a guilty pleasure musically speaking like yeah I think you'll know why but I I started listening to Demi Lovato's new CD and it's actually pretty good hey don't make that face I'm allowed to like the things that I like and I willingly acknowledge that in the past Demi Lovato's music has not been of the highest quality I feel like she really brought her game up a couple of steps with this new album because it's a very honest CD and um, A lot of the songs are actually pretty inspiring. Um, She has this one track called Warrior, and that's probably my favorite. I highly recommend that you listen to it. It's just very, like, inspiring. And, yeah, plus she has a song with Cher Lloyd. Do you know who Cher Lloyd is? I just,
0: I know, do you mean, like, Cher?
1: No, I mean, no, like, Cher okay. Lloyd.
0: Then no, I don't.
1: I feel like you'd recognize, they play her music sometimes on KS95 or, like, KDWB or, like, other places i feel like you'd recognize her she's british oh
0: okay i probably would
1: but yeah can
0: can i just say something about demi
1: lovato yes okay now you're gonna burst my bubble i know they're
0: on pandora and they've been on tv but i don't know if you've seen them have you ever have you seen the new commercials with her in them but they have these new commercials for accuvue contacts
1: I no, know. I haven't seen them. Okay.
0: They they're like they're they're for like these contacts and they feature, yeah, you know, you can so. win a you can win an internship with one of these famous celebrities. And they always do the commercials with Demi Lovato and
1: Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas, is he still like a thing? I don't
0: know. That's the weird thing. And the thing is I haven't first of all, I haven't seen the, either of them for a few years because they've been getting their act together. And now every time I see the commercial, Demi Lovato is—you know—she's in her early twenties, right? She's not. Uh, no, because she is can't she?
1: legally drink yet. Don't ask me why. I know that. Well, how old she, is I she? I think she's like eighteen or nineteen. I'll Google it. I'll gazoogle it. Okay.
0: <laughs> but anyway, well, the reason I thought that's weird is because she is really young still, and they ha- always have her wearing—they have her wearing this thing in the commercial that makes her look like she's
1: thirty-five, like very. Okay, she's sensible. twenty years old. How old is she? 20. Okay. What's she? I'm going to Google these. Accu Commercial with Demi Lovato. But
0: it oh. bothers me because she looks so sensible. And then Joe Jonas is wearing like a white tucked in shirt and nice khaki yeah. pants. And it's like, that's so weird. Why are you putting them in stuff for like 30
1: year olds? She does dress quite professionally, though. Well,
0: but, okay. Not, not yeah. since she not since she like came back on the scene as a changed woman.
1: No, she still dresses pretty sensibly. Like she dresses more adult like and more businessy.
0: I don't know. Just in the commercial, she just seemed like she was trying to be this really old responsible woman. It's like oh. you're twenty.
1: Didn't Have she fun. and Joe Jonas used to date? Which Jonas brother did she date? Do you remember Joe? That's so awkward that they're in a commercial together then. I was just really awkward for them. It's really weird. Because he's kind of like, when their relationship ended so badly, Like he's kind of the reason that she spiraled out of control and then had to go to rehab. Yeah. So I bet but, that's super <clears throat> awkward. Why would they put them together in a commercial?
0: I don't know. They just, they're awkward. But can we can we have this discussion since we have brought up Joe Jonas?
1: Yeah. Are you Are you familiar at all with the Jonas Brothers? I mean, I've heard some of their music.
0: Who is the cutest?
1: Oh, okay. I need to Google current pictures of them.
0: because I always, I have to ask this because it's kind of from my generation.
1: Like I was never into them when they were popular. I wasn't listening to like that kind of music at that time. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's an old picture. Oh my gosh, Kevin looks so <laughs> scary. What's wrong with his hair? You should Google current pictures of the Jonas Brothers and click on the first result. It is a scary photo. I will save it and put it in the show notes because it's. It's cray cray, okay. It's not cool. Um, it actually kind of.
0: Wait, what? Wait, what site are you on?
1: I just googled, I Google imaged current pictures of the Jonas Brothers. Oh,
0: okay. I was I was on their website. Hold on.
1: No, do Google image for current pictures of the Jonas Brothers and click on the first one and tell me that Kevin's hair doesn't make you want to die. Do you see what I'm talking about?
0: It's loading. Did you, what did you put in the search
1: bar? Current pictures of the Jonas Brothers. Okay.
0: Sorry, podcast people, this yeah. has got to be terribly entertaining.
1: You're gonna be able to see in the show notes, though.
0: Now, which hair? Which person's hair?
1: Um, the middle guy.
0: That's not Kevin.
1: Oh, which one's Kevin?
0: <laughs> That's Joe. Kevin's the one on the left. Oh. Wait, no.
1: no. I know my left not. from
0: my right. He's the one on the right.
1: Okay, and then it's Nick on the left? Nick is the young one? Yes. Okay.
0: Oh, um, that's not attractive.
1: No, it's not attractive at all. It's scary. Um, Who is the most attractive? I've never really thought about this because I never really was into any of them. Mm. But currently, because now I'm looking at actual current pictures... I would say it's either Nick or Joe. Oh. I've never been a big Kevin fan. <laughs> I think I would go Nick. I think I would go Nick. Okay.
0: See, I Kevin has always been my favorite, but Joe. Has I mean, you always can have the him cutest.
1: then. Yeah. I um. I don't know. Kevin always looks. somber to me like he never really looks happy to me oh
0: I don't know he always seemed like the one who had the best like the wisest head on his shoulders
1: see I know nothing about them personally so yeah. my picking of favorites is all based off how they look in three different photos that I'm looking at
0: That yes that un- that's I,
1: understandable when they but, were really popular weren't they popular around the same time as like Miley Cyrus yeah and
0: it was the, it was it, right it was right after High School Musical
1: and yeah 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 and at that time I was very not into that music and I was having a little Avril Lavigne Kelly Clarkson Evanescence moment yeah I was Um, never really into them either but I did watch a lot of Disney Channel so see and I never really did I think I've seen in my life probably two episodes of Hannah Montana and I've I still to this day have not seen High School Musical (sighs) we have to fix that I really want to. I want to see the Harry Potter movies and the Lord of the Rings movies and High School Musical this summer. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah. As well as Supernatural. Which, yes. okay, so I I mentioned to my sister that I was thinking about watching Supernatural, and she was like, oh my gosh, you're going to hate it. It's so scary. It's so violent. Like, it's going to scar you forever. And I have never, ever, ever, ever heard that about Supernatural. Have you? I actually have
0: not heard a lot about Supernatural. I don't even know what it's about. Oh, <laughs> that's just, sorry. I'm I was, kind of a failing fandom girl right now.
1: That's okay. Um, I was just very surprised by that because everything that I've heard, like lot a lot of the people I know who watch Supernatural are like between the 13 and 17 age range, and I feel like if it was super scary and bloody, their parents probably wouldn't th- let them see it. I don't know.
0: These are the same kids who play Halo and Call of Duty.
1: Mm, true that. Um, okay, but back slightly for a moment to wrap up my new find of the mm. week. Demi Lovato's new album is actually really good. And before you judge it, you should actually listen to it because she has changed a lot. Okay. And she's, her vocal quality is actually much stronger now. and. Like, she wrote a lot of the songs herself, and she wrote them based on a lot of her personal experiences. And some of them have to do with, like, her struggles and, like, her, like, emotional things. Because I think she was diagnosed as, like, bipolar or something. Um, Yeah, something like that. Something like that. So, it's a very honest album. And at least for me and where I am in my life, like, I relate to a lot of it. So, it was, I really like it. Plus, it's very, like, pump it up, so I listen to it while I work out. Okay. And the one song with Cher Lloyd is really clever. Okay. So, that's okay. my little plug for Demi Lovato. What have you found this week? I
0: have three things after giving it much thought.
1: Don't, And
0: one of them, the first one is of the musical variety, and I don't know if you've heard this song. You probably have if you listen to the radio, which I, I know you do occasionally. I do. Yes. Okay, Okay. Um, Say Anything by Tristan
1: Prettyman. Oh, I love that song.
0: I don't know. For some reason, it always just sits really well with me, and I'll yep. listen to it, and I'll kind of just get into a really happy mm-hmm. kind of... Yeah, it makes me feel Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I Oh, I, I really... I love it. It's on mm. Spotify, and I listen to it a lot.
1: Um, So that was a quick one. Um, Yeah, it's on one of my Spotify playlists. Yes, I, I like... I, yes, it's a good song. Put it on your Spotify playlist. It's good. I think I'm going to go um, follow you on Spotify if I don't already. Okay. What's your next thing?
0: Um, next thing is slightly of the musical variety. Um, it was last Sunday night. I was just kind of looking for something to watch on TV, and uh, this I, I think the channel it was already on this channel. It was like 60 Minutes. It was on 60 Minutes, and they did like an interview with Taylor Swift, who I have always been a closet Taylor Swift fan. Me I too. like her music, but Me I don't too. like to admit it. Yeah. Yeah. And she talked a lot about – it talked about how she started and how she started in music and the things she did and how she is really involved in her music. Like, she's her own – she's kind of runs her own business instead of having a company run it for her. Because she really wants to make sure she's producing what she wants instead of what a company wants her to produce. And she is really – even though she's in her 20s, she is very – Clear on the fact that she has twelve-year-olds who really like love love her and look up to her and and want to be like her, and it was really cool to hear an an artist of that caliber <coughs> say yeah. that. It's yeah. like you really you appreciate you appreciate your fans and you appreciate the fact that they are watching you all the time and you're not going to try to change that and be something that's not appropriate for them. And mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of respect for Taylor Swift now.
1: Here's here's kind of my opinions on taylor swift in a nutshell i really like that she is not afraid to call guys out on the stuff that they do because i think a lot of times as girls and i have experienced this with my friends who date people we let guys get away with a lot of stuff and treating us in ways that are like totally Mm -hmm. not cool at all and i love the fact that she's very clear about the fact that if you like screw with her like she will write about you and she will not be nice about it like if you're not going to be nice she won't be nice so I love that she's really honest. And, I mean, it's really hard to listen to her songs and not sing along. Because even if you've never been dumped by an awful guy, like, you still relate at some level. And I really like that about her. Um, And I like that she's very much herself and very unapologetic about that. Like, she knows that she gets flack for writing about all these guys. And she still keeps doing it. Because it's what she does and it's who she is. And I love that about her. And... But at the same time, I'm also kind of a closet Taylor Swift fan because I don't necessarily agree with the fact that she chooses to date that many guys. And I'm not always like, John Mayer, like, really? Like, how? I'm sorry. He's been, like, awful to so many women in Hollywood. Plus, he's, like, 35. Like, what what was, like, going through your head that made you decide to date John Mayer? Like, come on, girl. I don't, come I on, don't understand
0: girl. how Hollywood relationships work anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, on the one hand, I love that she's honest and that she is who she is and whatever. And on the other hand, I feel like sometimes she's a little naive and, like, mm-hmm. kind of does things without thinking about it. So, I'm more of a closet Taylor Swift fan because I don't want other people to think that I agree with necessarily with the kind of relationships that she pursues. But I love yeah. the fact that she's very honest and writes about them. Yes.
0: I guess I'm more of a closet Taylor Swift fan because I don't want people I put on a per, I I I don't want people to think I'm that feminine. I'm so feminine I listen to Taylor Swift look at me and how girly I am.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, I get so. that.
1: Yeah. But. Plus I did lose a tiny little bit of respect for her after she dated Harry Styles. Mm. Mm. but but wait I thought you you were a directioner oh I am I no, none of us directioners liked that relationship because uh, like she just pursued him a little too vigorously and he really wasn't interested and she kind of wouldn't let it go Uh, okay and it it, got got a little annoying like she kind of followed him everywhere (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of
0: what we girls do yeah. But, anyway. Anyway, so that was... I watched that thing on 16 Minutes, and so that was exciting. And then my final new find of the week was actually what I saw uh, this morning. I turned on the television. I, I'm i 16, and I still enjoy some good Saturday morning television. Mm. Yeah, um, you them, do. girl. And it was on some random channel. I don't even remember what the channel was. And it's it was a cartoon. Called, and it was, like, from like, right around when I was born. It's called Animated Hero Classics.
1: Oh, I've seen a couple of those.
0: Oh, it was so wonderfully cheesy. They had one about Leonardo da Vinci and him, t- and him painting and him teaching people and t- having, I don't know. It was really fun. And then they had another one on Anne of Green Gables. Huh. <laughs> It was just really cute and it was done in the style of the Adventures in Odyssey cartoons if you've ever Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. seen those. It's it was really cute and made me think of my childhood and it just kind of made me happy.
1: Yeah, it was a nice little throwback. Yeah. So, that that's all I've got. Those are my things. Um I haven't even mentioned this to you, but I have an idea for something that we could do on the next podcast and I thought I'd run it by you. Ooh, okay. There's a game that's been going around Tumblr, and it's just called Pick Two, and what you do is you pick two things. Sometimes people play it with people, so they'll, they'll do, like, pick two guys, but you can also do, like, pick two foods, or pick two books, or, like, pick two songs, and you just, and the point is to do, like, you pick two things that you think the other person will really like, and you make them choose between them. So, for you, I could be, like, pick David Tennant or Benedict Cumberbatch, and you'd have to, like pick one. Like, pick who's your favorite. And oh. it's just kind of a fun game. Yeah. I know. And you try to just make it really hard for the other person, and you try to suggest things that they can't choose between. And yeah. And so, like, it goes around a lot on Tumblr. People do, like, the pick two guys one, so you have to pick, like, if you could only, like, date or marry one of them. Or, like, if you could only watch one of them act. Like, which one. So I think maybe we could do a little bit of that on the next podcast because I think it would be insightful. People would learn about our opinions on things and it's kind of fun to make other people choose
0: (laughs) it's evil but yeah i think we should go for it sounds fun but speaking of benedict cumberbatch after i'm done podcasting today i'm going to go see star trek no i really want to see that i'm so jealous (laughs) my friend and i are going to see it i am so excited and i am excited i've read the reviews and I am such an oldie Star Trek fan. Star Trek original series, Star Trek Next Gen. So I am going... Yes. <laughs> I am going purely for Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: Mm. Girl.
0: Yes. Well, Girl. And I know this probably won't mean anything to you. You haven't seen a lot of the original series, have you?
1: I've only seen Next Gen. Okay.
0: So this won't mean anything to you, but I'm going to say it anyway. They Apparently, they're setting up a relationship between Spock and O'Hara, which is just so wrong, because Spock has no emotions, and O'Hara never liked him, and it was always Nurse Chapel who liked him, and it's just so wrong. So, and I am going hard. purely <laughs> for cover badge.
1: Okay. I really want to see it, though. All my friends have been going to see it, and I really want to see The Great Gatsby, and I really want to see Iron Man 3. Those are, like, my three right now.
0: <sighs> You'll have to do this. Before they go out of theaters, you have to hurry.
1: Yeah, but, like, none of... That means, like, I have to get, like, my parents to drive me all by myself to go watch a movie in a movie theater. Like, I'm sorry. I have a level of patheticness that I will not stoop to, and that is, that is Having your
0: parents drive you to a movie?
1: Having my parents drive me to see a movie all alone?
0: You should, like, just randomly ask someone to go with you.
1: Yeah, but I don't have, like, a lot of friends who would do that. Uh Okay, a lot of my friends don't live very near to me. Like I'd ask you, but you live 25 minutes away from my movie theater. True. So then what are your parents going to drive you? Like things get more complicated.
0: See, I have a friend with a car who loves going to see random movies even if she's not invested in them as much as I am. So.
1: Ah. Well then. <laughs> seems like you are perfectly matched.
0: <laughs> oh, you'll be driving. You'll be driving on your own soon enough, don't you worry.
1: November. That's when Wait, I get November? Yeah. Oh. That's when I get See? to take my license test.
0: So then you can drive yourself to Sherlock Holmes. See me. Indeed. And it will be in 3D. Ooh. Exciting. <laughs> please tell me. Please tell me. You,
1: no, but please tell me you get that. Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. What do you What do you think I am? Well.
0: It'll be in 3D, but you don't have to wear the glasses.
1: I know, because it's a play. Yes. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) You're so ridiculous.
0: I'm sorry. I just felt really clever when I said that. Just let me have my moment of feeling clever.
1: All hail the clever Katie. Ah. Oh. Okay.
0: Breaking news. I have just received a text.
1: On your phone? On my mom's
0: phone. She's leaving it with me.
1: She left it with me. Okay. Who's texting you? Um, Read my, it for the lovely listeners.
0: shes It's my friend who I'm going to the movie with, and she texted, hey, Katie. Oh, exciting. So I'm going to text back, hey, what?
1: That's <laughs> totally... Hey is for
0: horses. It is for horses.
1: Well, friend, I think this has been a good run, but I think we're about done. I think we are. It's been All a productive right. day. I'm going to say goodbye. All right, goodbye. Bye. Bye. This has
0: been the Two for the Road Podcast. If you like what you hear, please leave us a rate and review in iTunes. You can find this podcast on iTunes and on our blog. The Two for the Road You can send us feedback via our email, two for the road podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter. Our handle is she two underscore for the road. And that's the word two. Our theme music is Nuts by Jeremy Messersmith. Thanks again for listening. Farewell.